We're going to welcome you to the Heights Baptist Podcast. My name is Lee, and I'm one of the pastors here at Heights. Our mission as a church is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. And the purpose of our podcast is essentially to help you interact with culture and faith and, and just everyday life to help you take the next step of faith in your life, no matter what that may be. And so thank you so much for joining us today. This is our last episode in a series we've been doing on the names of God. And so we encourage you, if you have not been a part of that series, to go back and listen to the previous six episodes, because Matt, we did seven names of God. That's right. Perfect number, right? <laughs> right? So, it's definitely a biblical number. Definitely a biblical number. And so Matt, uh, this is our, our, our co-host today, Pastor Matt Hogan, who is the pastor of worship and media here at Heights. And so thanks again for helping to wrap up this episode. This is one I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about today, because today we're going to talk about the Lord is mighty. Right? And, and God Almighty. God Almighty, yeah, the, the God Almighty. And so when we stop and we think about some of the uh, names of God, we've gone through the Lord is uh, our peace. Last episode, the Lord is our righteousness. And now we're, we're kind of talking about the, the power of God here, yeah. right? And, the, and, and so when we think about uh, this, where do we begin seeing this, this name uh, El Shaddai is, is where we're at today? Uh, where, where do we see this? How do we kind of start understanding this in Scripture? Well, we're probably familiar with this one uh, if we were fans of uh, Amy Grant in the <laughs> early 1980s. Right. But, but, but biblically speaking, if we're not talking about, you know, contemporary Christian music from the, from the 80s. So Amy Grant didn't come up with this song. This is this not name. original to this Amy is, Grant. This, no. no, this is no, this, not an Amy Grant original El Shaddai here. No, this actually goes all the way back to the book of Genesis. There you go. You know, this is one of, um, so this is one of the, the names that God used uh, when he first began his relationship with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And it's a, it's one that's found frequently throughout um, the, the book of Genesis. Mm -hmm. And so uh, a, a good place to kind of start is Genesis chapter 17. And it says, when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. And there's mm -hmm. where you have that word El Shaddai. Mm -hmm. um, Walk before me and be blameless that I make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Mm. You know, mm. And so, and it, it's interesting because um, later on in, in the story of the Exodus, when, when God reveals himself to Moses, you know, that's in, in Exodus chapter three, that's where God reveals the, the, the proper name, the covenant name of God, which is Yahweh. So mm -hmm. we've talked about, you know, uh, Yahweh Shalom and yeah. Yahweh Zedekin, and we've used that one, you know, for several of these names. Um, but in Exodus chapter six, God makes the comment that, you know, when I revealed myself to your forefathers, to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, um, I revealed myself as God Almighty, as right. El Shaddai. Yeah. But I hadn't yet told them my name. Mm. And so it wasn't until Moses and the children of Israel in the Exodus that God finally said, and I'm revealing, you know, this is this is the the name that I'm going to use. That's my that's my covenant between you guys. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's kind of interesting to see sort of the progression of the revelation that God has given his people. But yeah, this, this whole idea of, of El Shaddai, so that, that word El um, in Hebrew is, is, is the word for God. Right. And, and Shaddai is, um, we're not 100% sure exactly on the meaning of that. There's a couple of different hypotheses about where that comes from. Um, but one of the, 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 the hypotheses is that like he, it, it's, it's mighty like a mountain is mighty. Like yeah. that word might be related to the mountains uh, right. and, or it could also be related to 
um, in some way to 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 like power in battle. Mm -hmm. So the idea the, these are images that are pointing to like how strong God is, how big God is, how yeah. powerful God is. Right, right. So we see this this idea of not a weak God, not a tribal God. You know, because um, you know you think about you you mentioned the Exodus, so you have the Egyptians who would who would think a very you know, many gods mm -hmm. and kind of tribal gods. And, you know, one thing I know, I'm, I don't mean, I'm not rabbit trailing off of this. I'm actually going to tie this in hopefully decently, uh, is I was reading through um, Exodus recently and just during the 10 plagues, and I never thought about this before. And I was like, why did God use frogs, you know, in one of the plagues? Why do you use gnats in one of the plagues? Why, why do you do that? And so I, I was sitting there reading it, and I just had the thought, I was like, I bet those were all different Egyptian gods. Yep. So I did a little research, I was like, well, sure enough, there was a god of the frogs and the god of the gnats. And so all those plagues, as God is showing those Egyptians, I'm more powerful than that god. Yeah, he's you know? demonstrating his authority a, and his power. And his power, you know, and so you, you think of the god of the Bible, you know, the god of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it's not this tribal God. It's not this weak God. It's not this God in just a box that's over the water or over the sun. I mean, this is the almighty, you know, God, the, the creator of all things, the all-powerful God. Uh, when we stop and start thinking about that, and, and obviously we've, we've always, every episode we've kind of gone to the New Testament right. here. Where, in whom do we see <laughs> in the New Testament this being fulfilled in? You know this this Almighty God. Well, I'm 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 pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, we're in church, so I'm assuming that the answer is always Jesus. Right. right? This was the Sunday school I mean, answer. We're, we're New Testament Christians, but I'm thinking of uh, the passage that you preached a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. uh, when we talked when we talked about you know when when Jesus demonstrates his um, authority over. Well, and really, like as we've been walking through the Gospel of Mark, yeah, there's several places where Jesus demonstrates his authority in different realms right. and arenas. So he. Uh, when he calms the storm, yeah. you know, he demonstrates his power and his authority over nature. When he, uh, when he casts out the demons that yes. are in the demoniac and they, they go into the pigs, um, he's, he's demonstrating his authority and his power over the spiritual realm, mm -hmm. you know, and when he, when he heals, you know, he demonstrates his power and his authority over, uh, over sickness and disease, you yeah. know, and, and his, his power and authority there. And then ultimately, of course, you know, he, he uh, demonstrates his power and his authority over death yeah. um, when he raises from the dead. Right, right. Yeah, no, and that's good because that's what I love about Mark's gospel, writing to that Gentile audience. He's really showing the authority and the power of Jesus in all that he does in all those different realms, like you said. And, and so when we, when we think about, okay, so we see in the New Testament, this is fulfilled in Christ. He is God Almighty in the flesh. Um, how does this start? kind of playing out in in our lives if you will um as believers in christ that the lord is almighty okay great he's almighty i've got issues in my life today how does that help me you know i mean you know how does that help that to think oh yeah i mean the god of the bible sure but how's that help what how do, how do i start applying this name of god to to where i'm at how, do, how, how does that affect me yeah you know, monday through monday through you know my, right. my, my day to day yeah yeah, I mean, I, I think some of it's gonna be is gonna be just just having that faith, mm -hmm. you know, in, in knowing that that the, the God that we worship is a big God, right, and a powerful God, yeah, you know, and he a God, a God who's in control, mm -hmm. you know, and 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 
knowing that um, that you've got a God like that that's in your corner. Mm. You know, uh, um, greater is He who is in me mm-hmm. than He who is in the world. Yeah, you know, or, 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 or Jesus said, you know, in this in this world you will have trouble. Right. But take heart. Yeah. For I have overcome the world. Right. Right. Yeah. No, right. I, I think that's I think that I think that's kind of where it starts is, yeah. to, is to, to to remember that 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 this world, you know, Jesus never promised us that we weren't going to have trouble in this world. Right. You know, when, when we face difficulty, when we face crisis, when we face problems, when we face when we face issues, when we're when we're confronted with loss and tragedy, um, it, that's never it's never because our God was too small. Yeah. You know, Jesus told us that was going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, and. And but but the the faith that we have is not that we're not going to have trouble in this world, but it's that he has overcome the world. Yeah. Well, and I, I think the the spot you just hit on, I want to expand for a second in thinking about the power of God being the Almighty, is yes, we face all those troubles and 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 trials in our lives. But think about if God took his almighty hands off of everything. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I mean, yes, we still go through things, but how much is he restraining back yeah. from happening? How much is he holding back from happening? You know, and I, on your phone right there, you've got the book of Revelation open. And, and so I'm going to let you get to that verse you're going to share in a second. But just reading through Revelation recently in my, in my quiet time, I was struck by the fact of all the details of the end that God has planned out. Like, this will happen. This is how it's going to happen. You know, only X amount of the grass is going to be effective in this bowl or X amount of this. And, and I was, as I was reading through that, I was struck by that power of God. Like, to be able to go, I've got this all under control. <laughs> and I've got it all planned out. And I, I've got all that power uh, in me. You know, it, it brought me some comfort. I know a lot of people don't like the book of Revelation because they kind of weird out on it. And, you know, and I was just, I read through it. And I was like, man, Lord, thank you. Thank you that I, I don't have to stay awake at night pacing the floor, wondering what in the world's going to go on. You, boy, you, you've got this. You know, you're, it's under control. So, so what do you got to share out of that verse? Uh, I was just, I was singing um, Revelation 1.8, mm-hmm. beginning of the book, and, 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 he, and Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Yeah. So I'm the A and I'm the Z. I'm yeah. the beginning and I'm the end. Uh, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Yeah. So once again, that, that, that connecting to that, that picture of Almighty in the Old Testament, you know, yeah. there's, there is no one more powerful. There is no one greater. Right. Um, you know, and I just think about, so uh, years ago, I was in a, I was in a small group Bible study uh, with with a guy named Brother Jerry, mm-hmm. and, and and I think every week he said it, and that's okay because it was worth hearing every week. Is he said, he said, I read the end of the book, we win. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and so I, you know, when you think about the word, when you think about the the book of Revelation, you know, that's having kind of a long view of things, right? You know, that the suffering that we are dealing with in our lives right now is temporary. Yeah. You know, and eternity is forever. Sure, yeah. You know? And so at the end of the day, yeah. the victory has been won. Right. You yeah. know, and, and that doesn't mean that this life isn't hard. Right. That doesn't mean that we aren't going to 
experience loss and that we're not going to suffer tragedy and, that yeah. the, and then we're not going to have difficulty in this life. But, but, to, but to hold those things in a perspective that says, I read the end of the book. And, yeah. we win. and we win and God wins. Yeah. And I want to be on his team. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, and he's, and, and, and he's in, and he's, he's a God who's for us and not against us. Sure. Yeah. No. And that's so good because let's think about that, what you just said and, and kind of think through a few categories in our lives where it doesn't feel like we're going to win sometimes, you know, that we forget that this God we worship is almighty, you know, and, and maybe over creation, I think right now in dealing with what we're dealing with in the pandemic and whatever stage we're in on that, <laughs> whatever strand we're battling, is it feels like since 2020, it just, it won't go away. The bad news of just the next wave of whatever is back out again. And, you know, and, and sometimes I, I've, gotten discouraged where it feels like oh boy things are good is swing it up and all right and then boom you get hit again and but to pull back and go wait a minute whoa, whoa, whoa hang on the lord's over this the lord's in control uh, again we win in the end i mean the, the lord has this he is the lord of creation he's the lord of sicknesses and diseases and and all of those things like it, it's it's going to be okay you know, and so I've, I've had to think about how to apply that Lord is the Almighty in, in kind of creation in yeah. a sense, you know, just how dealing with this pandemic and the waves of the news of that. So, you know, when you, when you think about the whole sphere of health, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's going to be times when, when, when we or someone that we love gets a diagnosis and has yep. to sit down with, with a doctor and it's not a fun conversation. Right. You know, and it's really bad news. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it's going to be tempting in those moments to say, okay, if, if my God is the God of health and my God is the God of healing, right. And my, if, if I worship the great physician, then why am I dealing with this? Yep. You know, it's, it's important for us to remember again, sort of that long view of things mm -hmm. that ultimately, you know, uh, we will be, we will be healed. Yeah. You know, one day we're going to have a, a a, a new body that never gets sick and never and never gets tired and never yeah. and never wears out. Um, there's times when the healing that we receive or that our loved ones receive is that ultimate healing. Sure. When they get to go be with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's. But it's it's not fun while we're here. Right. It's not fun when we have to say goodbye. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But to kind of take again sort of that long view of things and remember that you know that that God Almighty that will win in the end. Mm -hmm. And so he's sovereign over, he is sovereign over, over disease and sickness and health. Right. But, but ultimately that health comes when, when, we're, when we're united with him in the resurrection. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's, and that's so good because when we, we think of other categories of sin, you know, he's, he's the Lord over that. He's the Lord over death. Uh, he's the Lord over our problems. He, he's more powerful than all of those. And I, I think as a believer in Christ, I know you're, you're the music guy. Um, I'm not the music guy because I can't sing a lick, uh, but I love music and I love the old hymns, you know, to be able to, to say, Lord, you're almighty. And even in the midst of all that chaos, it's, it's well, it's well with our soul, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's where you were going with that, that verse, I think of Jesus saying in this world, you'll have tribulations, you'll have trials be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. 
And so as we're working through those issues and problems of life, of whether it's a sickness, a sin issue, evil, you know, death, um, to step back and go, no, I mean, God's, God's the almighty one here. And, and I don't know about you, one of the things that helps me in those moments is when I'm praying, I stop and I think the God I'm praying to right now is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and Moses, <laughs> and Ruth, and David. And so when I pray, there's often times I'll address God that way. Mm-hmm. You know, God, you are the God of Abraham, and Isaac, and jo- uh, Jacob, and Ruth, and David, and Mary, and Paul, and Peter. And, you know, and, and I have to take my mind back biblically and just start working through those characters and, and those people of the Bible, because they were real people mm-hmm. that had real problems that God saw them through. And what I'm doing in that time, you know, just kind of therapeutically in my mind in prayer time is I'm helping myself remember if God took care of them, he'll take care of me as a believer, as, as one of his kids, just as they were one of his sons and daughters. I'm one of his sons and daughters. And look what he did there. He can do this in me. Is there a, a practical way maybe you work through those things or, or kind of try to... You know, when, like you said, you got, you got troubles in the life and you're figuring out how to be of good cheer still. <laughs> so. My wife and I for years have sung uh, from Veggie Tales. God is bigger than the boogeyman. Nice. <laughs> I, I remember yep, early on one. in our marriage, you know, God is bigger than the boogeyman. Yeah. Uh, he's bigger than my electric bill or right. the rent that's due next week. <laughs> God is bigger than the IRS and he's watching out for you. And, that's good. Um, and so over the years, um, what we're singing about, the problems that we're dealing yeah. with at the time, but those change. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that's always going, always going back to that, you know, yeah. worshiping a big God. And so, so my prayer is, is Lord, let me get, let me get a glimpse of just how big you are. Yes. Because that's I think, good. I think all of us have a view of God that's too small. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, I, I think all of us could, you know, if, if, if we could just get, get a, catch a glimpse for a moment right. of just how big God is. Yeah. I, I think we would live differently. I think yeah. we would pray differently. That's good. Um, and so that, that, that's sort of my prayer for myself is Lord, just let us see how big you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think sometimes the, the picture that we have in our mind of Jesus is often the Jesus in, in, in the Gospels that, that's, that's, that spends a lot of the time being meek and mild. I mean, mm-hmm. he had moments, you know, yeah, cleansing sure. the temple. And, yeah. but, but for the most part, this is it, you know, and, and that sometimes I think we need to remember the Jesus of Revelation. Mm-hmm. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the Jesus with the, with the eyes like fire yeah. and, and, and the clothes that are white as snow, you know, and, and it's on, the, on the white horse. Yeah. You know, the, the, the God who is bigger than anything right. that this life can throw at us. That's good. That's good. So, no, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the veggie tales. That's good. I dropped it as well with our soul, a classic hymn. You, you, you dropped a singing tomato. <laughs> And however the Lord uses that to work, that's pretty awesome. So, and now I've got that song stuck in my head. And he's bigger than the monsters on TV. That's, that's also right. part of the song. So, yeah, that's been on a loop in our house with, you know, it's probably yours too with the kids growing up. Just, yeah, now, now all the Veggie Tales is coming in my mind. So, no, that, that's perfect. And I love, I love where we're going to end that episode today of, of uh, where you find comfort. We want you to find comfort first and foremost in Scripture. Uh, because drive yourself into the Bible and learn those people, learn those characters of the Bible, and, and see over and over again 
how God is, is almighty and how he's powerful uh, over all those situations that real people like you and I uh, dealt with in their lives. And then secondly, we want you to define your faith, be grounded in the Lord, in your relationship with Christ. Uh, take time to pray and, and, and just kind of like I said, just think through those biblical characters and how God uh, used them. And then, and then find some songs that resonate with you, whether it's a classic hymn or a, a singing tomato and a, a piece of broccoli, whatever it is that the Lord can use in your life. Because you and I, we go through these hard times. We go through these struggles. Uh, but we need to step back and remember that where you are today, where we are today, that the Lord is almighty and he is powerful. And we want to thank you so much for joining us today. If you are in our area, we would love to see you in person on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m. You also can stay current on all of our digital content by liking the Heights Facebook page or subscribing to the Heights YouTube page. Until we see each other again, I hope that you have a wonderful week where you are, and God bless.